Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. Any good that comes to you in your life as a believer, uh, whether that is uh, the promises of God coming to pass in your life, whether that is uh, the fruits of this Christian life showing up in your walk with the Lord, I want you to understand that any good that comes to you, it comes to you as a result of uh, the finished works of Jesus Christ. And so what this means is that any good that comes to us comes to us because of Jesus, guys. And that means that no good comes to us as the result of our own performance or self-effort. And watch this now, guys. We can never take credit for any of the good that comes to us as a result of our believing God. Now, this is a radical statement because the truth of the matter is that all of us, to one degree or another, we tend to get caught up in a, a performance-based mentality. And what I mean by a performance-based mentality is uh, that you think that God being good to you, uh, God blessing you, uh, healing perhaps showing up in your body, uh, the provisions of God showing up in your life, you think that to some degree it has something to do with what you're doing. You think that to some degree it's based on your performance, but I want you guys to understand that in this Christian life, any good that comes to you, it always comes to you as a result of what Jesus has already done. When Jesus on the cross said, it is finished, guys, you remember he said, it is finished. Well, what was he talking about? He was talking about salvation. And now what I want to remind, of, remind us of this morning, guys, is that salvation Contrary of what religion oftentimes teaches, salvation does not only mean going to heaven. Now, heaven is going to be awesome. It's going to be better than anything we can even fathom, guys. I want you to know that. But I want you to understand that salvation is not only going to heaven, but that salvation is actually a complete package which includes all of our needs being supplied while we are here in this earth realm. Salvation comes from the Greek word zozo. Now that Greek word zozo, it means to be healed, it means to be delivered, it means to be sound, it means you having your needs being supplied, it means you being in a place of safety and protection, that means that the evils of the world are not to come nigh your dwelling. You see, we as Christians, guys, we have so many promises that have been made available to us, but we got to understand, A, what's been made available to us, and B, we got to understand how do we walk in those promises. You want to understand that there is a distinction between the general goodness of God that has been made available to every person on the planet, guys, because I want you to understand God is good. The nature of God is good. God does not wait until somebody becomes a believer before God decides to be good to that person. We shared on this two weeks ago, I believe, where we shared on the goodness of God. And so the general goodness of God is available to every person on the planet. But I want you to understand that if you are in Christ, if Jesus is the Lord of your life, there are certain covenant promises. There are certain uh, covenant rights and privilege privileges that have been made available to you as a born-again believer, 
And so we're going to be looking at that and we're going to be looking at how do we actually walk in that. And so what we're getting into here is faith. What we're getting in, into here is how do we live uh, by faith. And what I want to start off with here today, guys, is I want you to understand that faith is not performance. You see, we've been talking about depending on God. We've been talking about how this year is going to be all about us depending on God. And one of the ways that we can define faith, in fact, guys, is quite simply this. It is depending on God. You see, you can define faith as dependence on God. You can define confidence in the goodness of God, depending on God, and faith. These are all words or definitions that are interchangeable. And in fact, I want to, I want to remind us of a definition of faith that we shared with you a few years back, which is this, is that faith can be defined as, as an act of humility. Listen to me very, very closely, guys. Faith is an act of humility. It is a total surrender of all self-effort and performance. And faith is a complete trusting in and depending on God. And so that is what we mean when we talk about faith. And so the title of this message today, guys, is The Humility of Faith. I want to talk to you about the humility of faith. And I want you to see today, guys, that faith. And when we talk about faith, we're talking about you really operating in faith, you confessing the word over your life and all the things you do when you're, when you're operating in faith. But I want you to understand that faith is not performance. Faith is not self-effort. Faith is not you impressing God with your faith. No, faith is dependence on God. Is everybody with me so far this morning? If you understand that, type amen in the chat section. Amen. Well, praise God. And so let's get started here today in the book of Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. I want to read this first in the King James, and then I want to look at it also in the New Living Translation as well. And so he says here in verse 16, he says, For I am not ashamed, ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Stop right there. This is Paul writing. Paul says, I am not ashamed of uh, the gospel of Christ. Now, that word gospel is a very interesting word. It's oftentimes been used in a, in a religious kind of way. People throw that word around a lot, gospel. But what I want you to understand is uh, that a gospel literally means it is nearly too good to be true news. Gospel means it is news that is so good, it's so awesome, it is so magnificent, it is nearly too good to be true. And so Paul is saying, I'm not ashamed of this nearly too good to be true news about Christ for or because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, also to the Greek. And so let's break this down. What he's saying here, guys, he says, this nearly too good to be true news about Christ is the power of God. That Greek word there is dunamis. It is uh, where we get our word dynamite from. It's the dynamic, explosive power of God. And it's the power of God working onto a specific purpose. He says, it's the power of God unto salvation. 
Now, once again, guys, salvation comes from the Greek word zozo. It doesn't mean just going to heaven. No, I want you to take note that there is a power of God, glory to God. There is a, du du a dunamis, a dynamite power of God uh, that is at work in uh, this uh, gospel. And this power of God is working unto a specific purpose. The purpose is salvation. The purpose is healing. The purpose is deliverance. The purpose is soundness. The purpose is you walking in the promises of God. And he says, there's, there's something that we got to do here. He says, to everyone that believeth. Take note of the word believe. And so, believing here is what we're going to get into. And he says, to the Jew first, also to the Greek. And so, in other words, this is something that's not been made available only to Jewish people, but really to the whole world. Now, verse 17 he says in verse 17, For therein, in this gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And so what I want to do here, guys, for the purpose of this series is I would like for us to, every time that you see the word faith in Scripture, any time that we talk about faith, what I want you to do is I want you to replace that word faith with depending on God. And so, in other words, he says, the just shall live by faith. In other words, how I want you to see this now, guys, is I want you to see this as the just shall live by depending on God. The just, I want you to understand, are those who have been declared righteous as a result of having put their faith in Jesus as their Savior and Lord. And the just, that's you, that's you and me, guys, amen, if you are a believer, you are just, independent of your performance. He says the just have a certain way of living. He says the just, they live by faith. Now we understand now this means the just live by depending on God. Now look at this verse in the New Living Translation. New Living Translation, verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work. And so the power of God is at work. The power of God at work, saving everyone who believes. Now again, that means healing everyone who believes. It means delivering everyone who believes. It means setting the people free who believe, the Jew first, also the Gentile. And so it's been made available to the whole world. Verse 17, he says, This good news tells us how God makes us right in His sight. Now watch this. How does God make us right? Because a lot of people think, well, Alex... Me being right in the sight of God, glory to God, well, that's going to have something to do with my performance. That's going to have something to do with me uh, putting in some effort. That's going to have something to do with me perhaps cleaning up my life. That's not what this is saying, friend. He says, here's how God makes us right in his sight. He says, this is accomplished from start to finish, guys, by faith. Now remember, we're, we're uh, replacing, in the, for the purpose of this series, we're exchanging faith with depending on God. And so he's saying, this is how God makes you right in his sight. He says, this is accomplished from start to finish by depending on God. Glory to God. You see, how, do you, uh, how are you in right standing with God? It is by you depending on God. He says, as the scriptures say, it is through faith or it is through depending on God that a righteous person has life. And so, faith is depending on God. Faith is a confident and secure reliance on God. Watch this now, guys, through our believing in the finished works of Jesus Christ. Now, as I said, there is a general depending on God, 
there's a general releasing your faith in the goodness of God, which every person on the face of this planet can do. And sometimes this is radical because religion sometimes has taught us to think that, you know, well, God is going to be good once you, once you're a believer, right? You see? And so, and so religion sometimes paints this picture, glory to God, of a God who is angry, a God who is hard to please, a God who's perhaps even out to get you. And it's only once you come to Him, then that maybe He's going to change His mind about you, glory to God. I want you to understand that's not the God we serve, guys. Glory to God. I want you to understand that the Bible says that God already loved you long before you came to Him. You See, I want you to understand that the Bible says that God's motivation for sending Jesus into the world was his love. And so God has made his general goodness available to every person on the planet. But I want you to understand that when you are in Christ, when you are, when you are a believer, when Jesus is the Lord of your life, now there are certain uh, covenant promises. There are certain covenant rights that he's made available to you, and these come to you as a result of your believing specifically in the finished works of Jesus Christ. You see, we got to remember to look to the cross, guys. We got to remember the truth that Jesus on the cross already did what he needed to do. We got to remember that the Bible says that on the cross is where healing took place. On the cross is where you were delivered from the power of darkness. On the cross is where Jesus made available to you all things pertaining to your life and godliness. And so your role as a believer is not to try to get God to do what he's already done. No, your role as a believer is uh, to live in a moment-by-moment, day-by-day dependence on what Jesus already did for you. It is you releasing your faith in the finished works of Jesus Christ. And as we look to the finished works of Jesus Christ, guys, what happens is that we make ourselves available for the manifestations of those finished works to show up in our lives. You see, the reason the Lord has put this on my heart is because I see a lot of believers, I see a lot of my friends, people I, I know going through stuff and, 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 and going through certain challenges. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what, what we deal with in this life. But I want you to understand that as you're going through those challenges, the solution is already a finished work. You see, the, uh, Jesus already made available to you what you need. And so the way that you avail yourself of that, the way that you, uh, the glory to God, the way that you will see that manifesting in your life, is by you understanding this truth, by you being reminded of this truth of the finished works of Jesus Christ. And so what I want you to see is that everything in the Christian life, guys, is already finished and available. You see, we said gospel is, it means nearly too good to be true news about Christ. Now, gospel during the time when Paul was using this word gospel, it was a word that was used whenever there was an announcement of a victory that had already been won. You see, when there were like wars going on and there was a big victory uh, on the front lines that were won, the news would come back to the people and it was, and then they would just call this a gospel. It was, it was the announcement of something that was accomplished. It was an announcement of a victory. It was an announcement of something that would uh, shift things in a major way. And so this is a big deal that Paul is using this word gospel. And so the gospel, guys, glory to God, the gospel is this announcement that Jesus, through his finished work on the cross, has already done what he needed to do. Uh, the gospel is the announcement that you are already victorious as a result of what Jesus has done for you. And so now, how do you live in this? 
You live in it in a way where you are day by day releasing your faith and you're saying, I live in dependence on God. You see, something comes up in your life, you look to, to, to Jesus, you say, Lord, I believe you've already dealt with this 2,000 years ago, and I release my faith for the healing you've made available. I release my faith for the wisdom you've made available. I release my faith for the provisions that you've already made available uh, to me. And so this is how we live this life as believers, guys. Now, what does this come down to? It comes down to, once again, to your relationship. You see, one of the reasons I think faith sometimes gets a bad rap, there's a couple of reasons, and one of the reasons is that when you talk about living by faith, uh, and when you talk about operating in faith, when you talk about confessing the word, oftentimes what happens is people think of it as a principle. You see, and so when, when it's a principle, here's the thing with it being a principle, when it's just a principle, something that I'm working, something that I got to do, well, what happens is that it becomes very easy to now look at that as workspace. In other words, it's something that I got to do to try to get God to do. You see, if I have, and then, and then what happens is, guys, you have people who say, well, Alex, I just don't think I have enough faith. <laughs> you see? And, and, and then people say, well, you know, it's, it's my great faith that has gotten me this result. You see, well, Alex, look at, look at what my faith has done. <laughs> Praise God. You know, people will say, you know, I, I got this big breakthrough. It's because of my faith. Well, hold on, friend. That's not how that works. You see, faith was never intended to be performance. No, faith is you depending on God. And so when something happens, when a breakthrough comes in your life, guys, this is why we started off with this radical statement that you cannot take credit for that. You see, it's never going to be your faith that gets you the breakthrough. No, glory to God, I want you to understand, uh, Jesus already won you that breakthrough 2,000 years ago. Now, you operating in faith is simply you depending on what Jesus has already done. You operating in faith is simply you uh, positioning yourself now to receive what Jesus has already done 2,000 years ago. You see, sometimes people would say, well, faith is going to move God. Well, we got to be very careful with that because really what it is, is is that God's already done what he needed to do, guys. You see, God is so good, thank you, Lord, is, is that he's already anticipated every need that you will ever have. And so God has already made the solution available. I want you to understand, you might be watching me right now. You might be listening to me right now. And you're, you, you've got your back against the wall. You don't know how you're going to get out of that ditch. You don't know how you're going to get out of that situation. Uh, glory to God, friend, I want you to understand that your situation is not a surprise to God. God already knew exactly that you'd be in that situation you're in right now and glory to God, not only did he know you'd be in that situation, he's already made the solution available to you, you see, you see, and so, and so God does not need to be moved. No, what happens is your faith now is going to move you to align with what God's already done, you see. You see, faith is going to move you in a, in, into a position where you're depending on God to such an extent. You're depending on Jesus to such an extent. You're depending on His finished work on the cross to such an extent that you're now positioning yourself to receive what He's already made available to you. Are you guys tracking with me? Are you guys tracking with me this morning? If you understand that, type Amen into the comment section. Amen? And so faith is depending on God. And faith, guys, comes as a result of our relationship with Jesus. Everything in this Christian life, it's not principle, guys. It's not performance. 
It's not being religious. No, it is your relationship with a Jesus. It's your focus. Remember, we've been telling you this. Your focus is on Jesus. You're focusing on your relationship with him. And then you're trusting in him. You see, that's where strength and empowerment comes from in this Christian life. Glory be to God. Now, here's the deal, guys. Here's the deal. Now, what we're going to do is, man, glory to God, what we're going to do is we're going to be looking at now how is the enemy going to come against this you see you see how how is satan going to try to stop you from operating in this we want to pull the rug out from underneath his feet today guys <laughs> glory to god in jesus name amen now here's the deal everything in the christian life is a finished work now, Satan will always try to attack this truth that everything you need is already finished and available. Listen to me very closely now, friend. The enemy will always try to attack this truth that everything's already finished. What he's going to do is the enemy is going to come against you. And when I mean come against you, he's going to come against you in your thinking, in your thoughts. You see, the mind is really the arena of faith. The mind is where spiritual warfare really takes place. And so the enemy is going to come against you in your thinking. He's going to get you to question it. And he's going to say, well, how can it already be finished? I can't see it in the natural. Alex, how can this be? You see, you see, he's going to try to get us to doubt it, guys. He's going to try to get us to question it. He's going to try to get us to uh, disbelieve it. And then what he's going to do is he's going to try to feed you all of the reasons for why this could not be true. Because after all, we certainly don't deserve this. <laughs> is he? That's one of the reasons Satan will say, well, this couldn't be true. It couldn't be that God really made available to you everything you need. But well, we don't deserve this. And do you know the truth, guys? We don't deserve it. Glory to God. This is so awesome when you get this child of God that we don't deserve it. That everything that, that comes to us, you see, the world system is based on this idea that you got to deserve the good in order to get the good. Well, that's erroneous. That's, that doesn't work in the kingdom of God. You see, no, the kingdom of God's system is based on the grace of God. And I want you to understand one of the ways that we define grace is as the unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor and blessing of God. Glory to God. Grace is God being good to you, not because you earned it or deserved it. No, grace is God being good to you because God is good. And so he's going to try to attack you in this way. The enemy is going to say, well, we don't deserve this since you don't deserve it. Why are you going to expect to get healed? He's going to say, you know, he's going to say, man, you don't deserve to be healed. So why, why would you expect God to heal you? You see, you see how insidious the enemy is, guys. Glory to God. You see, because the whole gospel, this whole Good news, too good to be, nearly too good to be tr true news about Jesus is based on the idea that God is good to you, not because you deserved it, but because God is good. You see, there's a scripture in Matthew where Jesus says, agree with thine adversary. Now, there's a couple of different ways that you can apply that scripture, but I believe one of the applications of that verse is, is that when Satan comes against you with his accusations, what happens is, well, you can agree. You can say, yeah, yeah, I don't deserve it. I know I don't deserve it. <laughs> you know, I, I know I could never qualify for the goodness of God. I know I could never earn the blessings of God. 
Yeah, that, that's the whole point. You see, you see, it's unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor, guys. You see, and what that does is we're talking about the humility of faith. What that does is that's going to produce humility. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more about our ministry and to download the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, simply head to graceworldonline.org forward slash give. Now I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.